Hello and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia and it's Sunday and it's the day of the Lord. And on the day of the Lord, we go to church. But we don't go to church. We have Sunday service right here. K Congregation Unite. And They said, but that's fucking dope. We'll do one more verse here and get back to the show, but this shit's too good. I'm fucking dancing. As we all know, I love church music and I hate church. Uh, religion is not for me, but the music fucking is. However, uh, these songs, the lyrics are just so fucking wishful thinking, you know? When Satan comes to tempt me. And then some other bullshit and then my sins are gone, you know? Congrats, guys. Your sins are gone, but you're still fucking getting together. You're still going to church, actual church, getting all close, spreading COVID. If I call you on it, you just tell me you're washed in the blood of Jesus, and it's okay because you're not going to get sick, but let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what you're washed in, metaphorically speaking. COVID don't give a fuck about metaphors. COVID don't give a fuck about Jesus Christ. COVID is now. Jesus Christ was roughly 2,000 years ago. Speaking of fucking sins, a lot of these uh, people getting restless, which I fucking understand. I'm restless. You're restless. Everyone's restless. But something happened in the last week or so where the tenor of the entire conversation about staying home changed. And... um. You know, there were rumors that Trump was going to open up the the, uh, the country too early um, to, to save the economy, to save his re-election chances. But, but I mean, the, the economy is a valid concern. This is, this, this is a fucked up situation for any president, really. You've got to balance safety versus, uh, well, health. You've got to balance health versus economic safety. I mean, these people, there are people out there who actually need, 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 need to get back to work. Um, And so that, to many, to many, many people, is just as much of a concern as their health, if not a greater concern. I get that. Fair. You can gamble with whatever you want. 
but the shit the thing has changed even though trump was talking about okay we're gonna we're gonna do this now he he wanted to open up by uh easter and then he he uh rightfully set took that back and said actually we're gonna go all the way through april so we were gonna go all the way through april uh but now there's all this fucking backlash we had protests in michigan we had protests in many many states uh and i'll get into the details of some of the protests in a little bit but um now so he suggested we close down at least through april social distancing shelter in place a lot of the shit that uh that everyone's been doing but now i guess i don't know everything's working everything that we had implemented social distancing shutting a lot of shit down parks beaches restaurants and now it's starting to slow the spread is starting to slow and there are encouraging signs but now that that's the case the people that were crying about well you can't shut the economy down because if you do then the fucking the world's gonna end are now like see we told you it wasn't that bad and it's clear that a lot of these fucking republican governors and certainly the president are itching to get their shit back open and now trump's tweeting shit that i mean there's still a fucking week and a half to go to the end of april but he, now he's tweeting shit like liberate virginia liberate michigan because there are some states that are obviously run by uh democratic governors such as michigan such as virginia where these protests are taking place meanwhile the protests are I mean, they're happening in California. I, I, they're happening close to me. There, there's some. There was one, I think, today maybe in Huntington Beach that is just fucking. I was listening to some of the people talk about it. They were being interviewed on the scene, and it's just like even if you try to take a really objective mind to it, the people that are doing this shit that are there at the actual protests are fucking idiots. So even if you are actually going to come with an open mind or, or not, I mean, I don't even want to say open mind, obviously you need an open mind, but I mean, even if you, even if you're staunchly, uh, uh, are on the side of, or on the other side, if you come to it and you're like, you know what, I'm going to hear these, I'm going to hear these people out. They're protesting. They're getting out of their house. They're obviously congregating like us, but we do it better. They're congregating and uh, it's just, w w you listen to them talk, you see what they're doing and it's just like, even if you want to believe them, which I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just, I want the fucking truth and I want to do the best thing. I don't have uh, an opinion on whether we should reopen the economy or uh, stay safe and stay home, stay home or shelter in place. My opinion comes from what experts say and experts say keep doing what we're doing so i wouldn't really call it my opinion having an opinion when i'm not an epidemiologist or a fucking virologist or something it, it just doesn't really make sense i'm gonna listen to those people and then just kind of think what they think But it's like these guys have a fucking better idea. You look at the signs, it's like uh, social distancing equals communism. Okay. I, I mean, you don't know what communism is. If, if, if you have that sign, if you believe that's the case, then you don't know what communism is. Which is fine. You don't have to know what communism is. But if you're going to hold up a big-ass fucking sign that says social distancing equals communism, you should probably know what communism is. The best, though, I got to say the best, best, my buddy sent me a tweet. I think it was from Congressman Ted Lieu from California. And it was a picture of people uh, the, at the protests in um, Huntington Beach. And one of the guys on the front lines in the march <laughs> had a sign that said COVID-19 is a lie. And he was wearing fucking mask and gloves. 
looked like he was in the movie. He looked like he was Dustin Hoffman in the movie Outbreak holding a sign that said COVID-19 is a lie. Hey, man, which the fuck is it? Because if it's a lie, why the fuck do you look like Dustin Hoffman in the movie Outbreak? If you think it's a lie, take that shit off. And go breathing on everybody, getting breathed on by everybody. I don't get it. And this sort of exposes this hypocrisy that I was talking about with Trump earlier. It's like, we're going to shut down all the way through April. We're going to have, he was even saying, we're going to have a scary week. We're going to have 100 to 200,000 deaths. Uh, And it looks like now we might not actually have that many deaths in the next month or so, which is obviously great, which is obviously what everyone wants. But it's like, which the fuck is it? And it's perfectly embodied by this idiot fuck in this picture. COVID-19 is a lie. But I'm going to wear a face mask and, and fucking rubber gloves anyway. Because what if it's not? Hey, exactly. What if it's fucking not? This is why we continue to do what we've been doing that is clearly working. What we do is err on the side of safety. Like even the idiot at the fucking protest wearing a big sign that says COVID-19 is a lie. Wearing fucking masking gloves. Which is it? Which is it? You know what? It's okay to say you don't know. But it's not okay to fucking protest and parade around and yell the fuck about it, about your opinion that you clearly don't even have. And that goes all the way up to the top. Fucking Trump is out there. We're going to stay close through April. And then with a week and a half left in April, he's fucking on Twitter sniping at the fucking governors who still have shelter in place orders. And then you watch all the fucking pussy ass governors be like, oh, he changed his mind now. Got to start opening some fucking beaches. Texas wants to open the state. Florida and Alabama want to reopen. They fucking just shut down. Oh, it's working. You've been doing it for two days. Give it more of a fucking second. I saw this uh, tweet from Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I I really I have I have conflicting feelings about Neil deGrasse Tyson because he's clearly a fucking genius. But why is he such a cock? You know, it's better to be a genius and not be a fucking total cock because then more people will warm up to you and come to your side. And I'm pretty sure the the point of a public figure like that, who is like a fucking science evangelist, he's done so much. I just think if he eased up on the, on the cocksuckerness of his attitude, it's just like he's got such a cock way about him sometimes. Or he'll do like mic drop shit. And it's just like, don't, don't do that part. Just fucking do all the shit before the mic drop. Anyway, this tweet that I saw of his was good. I mean, he's obviously a fucking brilliant guy. So I do admire him. I just, that's my advice. Neil, I know you listen to this podcast. All I'm asking is that you ease up a little bit on the cockness. It'll get more people to fucking listen to you. And now everything you say is obviously smart. So I want you to be listened to by everyone. So minimize the cockness. Anyway, um, the tweet was to, I'm going to paraphrase, but I think this is, this is what it was. Uh, two examples of deeply flawed logic. First one was, You don't have any dandruff, so why do you use dandruff shampoo? And the other one is, and this is the one I'm going to butcher, but it was something like social distancing is working, so why would we keep social distancing? Wow, I fucked that up. Whatever it is, though. And you know what? I could open Twitter right now and do it, but I don't want to do that. Um, but the point was, you don't 
stop doing a, a preventative thing. You don't take you don't take uh, evidence of 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 something diminishing. Wait, let me get this right. You don't take. <clears throat> oh wow! Okay, here we go. This is one of my dumber moments. You don't take evidence that something's working as a sign that you should stop doing the thing that's working. The reason here, this is better. The reason everybody's allowed to be dumb sometimes and it's fucking Sunday and it's the fucking day of the Lord. So I'm allowed to be fucking dumb every once in a while, especially on Sunday. Thank you, God. Uh, here's this is, this is the, this is the right way to break it down. The reason you don't have dandruff is because you used dandruff shampoo. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. But yeah, fucking COVID-19 is a lie shit. The fucking, the, the thing that fucks me up about it the most, I think, in terms of just like sheer heavy depression. The thing that takes the fucking sheer heavy depression award is how quickly this became politicized. I mean, I talk about this from time to time, but it... it it's bearing out right now. It's rearing its ugly head. And it's generally, if you, there's some study, I, I, I forget exactly what it is, but it's something like uh, on, a, on a list of uh, typically right-leaning and typically left-leaning uh, qualities, if you randomly ask um, someone, like any three of the questions of like a list of like 50 qualities that tend to be left or tend to be right, if you just ask three of them ran at random, you can guess with like near 100% accuracy what party they belong to. And this is just like, it's, 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 it's immediately become a political issue somehow. If you fucking are on the right and you watch Fox news you want the country to reopen and you want the country to reopen now because keeping the country like this against our freedoms is fucking communism. Okay. And if you lean left, you're definitely going to believe that social distancing is the thing to do. Shelter in place is the thing to do. Just fucking stay home and, and, and you know, whatever the fuck. And just because dumbass CNN and dumbass MSNBC has dumbass headlines, like sniping at the dumbness of people on, on the right or, 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 or Republican governors, that doesn't mean that they're not actually right. But the point beyond this is, wh why is it that every fucking Democrat, basically, or left-leaning person at all, thinks we should keep the fucking country as closed as possible and phase in any kind of returns to normal slowly, carefully. And everyone that leans right thinks it's a fucking lie or some version of it. And, it and the country needs to be open now. It wasn't like that, like a fucking week and a half ago. Shit turned around fucking fast. Even after 9-11, everyone was like kind of in agreement about shit. We were all fucking shell-shocked, but we were like, everybody fucking loved George Bush. It didn't fucking work out that well. But like usually after, during a massive crisis like this, we at least put our bullshit aside and can agree on temporary solutions, temporary respect for one another. These fucking protests are like... Unite the right rallies. 
Everybody's got a fucking MAGA hat on. I saw the shit in Michigan. People have fucking guns. Fucking fuck. Social distancing equals communism. That's... I mean, I've seen a lot of dumb protest signs. That's like saying... I mean, that just... The the point isn't even clear. It doesn't even make sense. That's like saying uh, toilet paper equals benches. Cars equal bottles. COVID-19 is a lie, but I'm going to wear a fucking mask and gloves because it's not a lie. Okay. I mean, could anything be more fucking confusing than a guy like that? This is why we fucking congregate. Speaking of fucking Congress, let's get back into fucking some Sunday service sermon shit. Some day of the Lord shit. Confused Church. Shall we gather at the river? The beautiful, the beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows from the throne of God. Ooh. Oh, I'll never forget at that old country church how the glory of the Lord came out. And the cheer smile as they shouted down the aisle of that old, that old country church in the sweet by and by oh. we shall meet on that beautiful shore oh. 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 in the sweet by and by we shall meet on that beautiful shore then on Sunday I'd see all my friends near to me Confused Church. When we kneel down to prayer, everybody would be there at that old Confused Church. Damn, the guys with the fucking super deep voices are the best. Fucking love that shit. I mean, if you don't like it, I'm sorry because I make you listen to it for like a full fucking minute. But also, if you don't like it, get better taste. Um... The, sticking with some religious shit, uh, I saw, I mean, it's just, it, okay, the crazy fanatic, evangelical, fanatic Christian shit is just getting crazier because of the COVID shit. It's like they've, they've found that their audience l- loves when um, they're, they're, it's like they're throwing, they're throwing red meat at their congregation. Because their congregation is not like this congregation. I was going to say my congregation, but it's really all of us, you know? Speaking of fucking communism. K-munism. K-munism. But their fucking uh, congregants love, clearly, this fucking anti- uh, what they perceive as to be anti-freedom 
forcing people to stay home from church and shit, you know, they take that to heart and they really, really fucking hate it. So a lot of these crazy fucking televangelist people have been leaning into that shit. Leaning, leaning, leaning into that shit. And um, it's been something to behold. It's been, I mean, I... I make lists of like the ones I want to play on the show, but there's just too many and I gotta pick. I gotta be fucking uh, selective about it. So this one is, I actually found this from, there's a, there's a website with a Twitter account called Right Wing Watch, which sort of compiles a lot of these. And they're like an amazing go-to source. If you ever want to just like watch, if you ever just want to see why you kind of can't be Christian anymore. I mean, people like this are as bad for Christianity as um, the Catholic Church cover-up and all that pedophilia shit. It's, it's like just as, as, as fucking uh, disastrous for a serious Christian. Because I know there's some of you out there. That, I mean, probably not a lot of you listening to me right now. Me right now. Um, but, you know... I. There is a version of, of uh, obviously, I mean, I hope this goes without saying, there are many, 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 many Christians who, if you weren't talking about religion, they would appear totally sane. And if, and, and, and it would never sort of bleed out into the world. Uh, some people are really good at compartmentalizing. But there are also pedophile priests I firsthand know many Catholics, former Catholics, who were just like, ah, I can't do this anymore because of what the fucking church tried to cover up and the whole systematic problem, systemic problem of pedophilia. Why isn't that happening to uh, evangelical Christians when they see these fucking crazy, crazy, crazy fucks representing them? All over the place. Jim Baker. I'm looking at you. But I'm also looking at Rick Wiles. I've never talked about Rick Wiles before. He has, I think it's called True News, which is... Uh, I mean, that is a fucking hernia. That's a K that's going to give you a hernia. Dude's got something called True News. Hernia K. Um... But anyway, he, he, he's always talking some bullshit. And I'm going to play some of the shit, uh, some of that bullshit. Because it touches on something I've talked about, I think, the last couple episodes, at least twice in the last three or four episodes, about this Bill Gates shit. Bill Gates is literally trying to save the world. Do you understand me? Do you understand that? Bill Gates is literally trying to save the world. And my theory is, is that he's fucking guilty about all the money he has. The dude's like not even given his kids. He's given his kids like $4 million. He has like a hundred billion dollars, but he's giving all of his money to charity. When he dies, the dude is obviously feels terrible that he's made so much money. He's just trying to give it away. So when this something like this comes along, he's like, Oh, here we go. Here's take all this. So he gives $20 billion to seven different labs to try to see who can all across the world. So, so he can see who, who can kind of come up with a vaccination or gets close to a vaccination, then he's going to funnel the rest of the money back to that or, or more money into those two that emerge as the best candidates to come up with a vaccine. So when I say he's trying to save the world, I don't mean like the way fucking celebrities talk about it, you know? He's like actually trying to save the world. He, Bill Gates is trying to save the world. You might not like him because he's so rich. You might be resentful because he's so rich. Doesn't matter what you think of him. Doesn't matter how you feel about him. All that matters is that it is a fact that he's essentially trying to save the world. So I've gotten into the conspiracy theories about him before. Uh, This video that I'm about to play or this audio that I'm about to play uh, is of Rick Wiles on his, I don't know if it's a radio show or what, but um, it's a clip of him responding when Bill Gates 
first did that AMA that made every religious person freak the fucking fuck out because he was talking about uh, giving people uh, sort of invisible ink tattoos that could be scanned that could tell you if someone's been vaccinated, which of course the reason he wants to do that is to let people to incentivize getting vaccinated and let people who are vaccinated go out into the world and experience it, AKA have the fucking economy reopen sooner. Right. But of course these people don't think that far. They just think invisible ink tattoo. I've seen that movie. I've read that book, Mark of the beast, but here's the problem. That movie is bad and it's been made a thousand times. And that book is 2000 years old. There's no such thing as the mark of the beast. It didn't stop Rick Wiles though. And here's what he had to say about Bill Gates. Just see if you can follow along. Fucking technical difficulties over here. Pretty cool. I just said technical dick faculties. Technical dick faculties. One moment, please. Here we go. When is Bill Gates's uh, serpent tongue going to come out of his mouth, and and when will his horns and tail appear? This. All right, I'm going to pause it right there. I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to continue, but I just want to pause it there to let... I know he's not listening, but if you're wondering what the answer to that question is, the answer is never. Okay, I'm going to continue. As a wacko against horrible hell up here, this man is, this man is, is building Lucifer's antichrist system. Okay. Bill Gates wants to track every human who's been vaccinated with a coronavirus vaccine. Yes. And he wants to put a microchip in the vaccine, a nano-sized microchip. He calls it a quantum dot. By the way, this guy has no fucking idea what this shit is, you know? This is the most anti-science dude ever. Two. This guy is... This guy's an enemy of the human race. He's an enemy of almighty God. Okay. Uh, Bill Gates is turning out to be one very evil man. Turning out to be like you liked him before. I mean, personally, I'd like to tell Bill Gates where he can stick his syringe. I'm fed up with this stuff. I I would like to help put that syringe there. This guy's a wacko. I mean, look, it's one thing it's one thing to say you believe in vaccines and you want to help, you know, get as many people vaccinated against horrible diseases. Okay, I I can buy Bill Gates's position like that. But let me tell you, when you start talking about putting a nano sized microchip in it, you know, buddy, you are my enemy. And I'll stick that syringe so far up your rectum, oh. you'll never get it. You'll cough it out. <laughs> what the fuck? That's everything I got. I'm- okay. I mean, you know, do I have to fucking say anything? Rectum, he says. Also, what I love about that is that he had so much time to reconsider saying that he'll stick it up his rectum. He started that like three other times. Like, I, I, got, I got an idea about where to stick that needle. And then again later, I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll st- I know where, where I want to put that needle. And then just like 20 seconds later, he's like, I'll put, he's like, he's sweating because he didn't say it. He had, he just had to say rectum. I'll stick this f- needle in your rectum. I saw rectum. Say butt, dude. Say butt. So that was like, Two and a half weeks ago, something, maybe the very end of March. Because that's when that AMA was. The AMA that took the Christian community by storm. The Bill Gates AMA. That rocked the Christian world. Fucking, you know. 
Okay, so here is a new one where he's clearly had time to think about this. He's had time to reflect on what he had said two weeks prior. And he's got a much more nuanced view now. And I'm going to share it with you here. Bill Gates wants to get a microchip in your body. He wants a microchip in your baby's body. And look, everybody knows how I feel about um, communism and socialism and everything. What the fuck? I'm pausing it again. What What the fuck do these people just say those two words when there's a thing that makes them uncomfortable? These fuckers step on a nail. It's communism. Do they know what it fucking means? Because this has nothing to do with communism. This is a public health, public safety thing. I am passionate about freedom. See? There's the key word. And if Mr. Gates and other billionaires continue to push their agenda then they are going to push people like me to call for the confiscation of their wealth. The absolute most empty threat that there could ever be. The most vacant warning there could ever be. Rick Wiles Dick Piles, fucking Pastor Dick Viles, Pister Dick Viles, warning Bill Gates that he's going to confiscate his wealth. Hey, Pister Dick Viles, you're not the fucking FBI or IRS. What are you even talking about? This guy's fucking popular, too. He's got his channel, True News, which is clearly aptly named. Anyway, I'm going to continue. I mean it. (laughs) These guys continue this talk of requiring mass vaccinations, immunity cards, immunity passports, microchips. Buddy, you're, you're starting a fight. You, you wish you never started. Yes. Because the American people will rise up. Oh, fuck. I forgot about his hype, man. Okay, so there's just, it's just a shot of Rick. But this now, a minute or so into the video, his hype man from off camera just does the most pussy. Yes. He comes back in later. We will strip you down to your tidy whitey. Why is he so fucking sexual about it? They're going to stick that syringe in your rectum and strip you down your tidy whiteys that show off your bulging cock. Can take those syringes that you're going to use to immunize us and fuck your but with it well god laughs we're gonna strip you down to your tidy whities so you're showing off your the bulge you got in there and then we're gonna turn on some music and make you slowly take that underwear off <laughs> slower that's it and now God's work. Where's that syringe? Somebody open up his his butt. Sorry, his rectum. Here we go. Okay. Ease up on the graphic sexual imagery, man. We're talking about Bill Gates here. We're not talking about fucking Antonio Banderas. The sexiest guy there ever was. We're not talking about fucking Patrick Swayze. 
both guys who fucking I'm just like. We're not talking about those two guys and me. Nobody wants to think about Bill Gates getting a fucking syringe put in his rectum. Nobody wants to think about Bill Gates getting stripped down to his tardy whities If you want to, which you obviously do, you did it twice. You mentioned it twice. You're probably not Christian. You're probably gay, which is fine, but stop being the way you are. Come out of the closet. Thank you. Here's more. Mr. Gates, you'll be naked. Oh, my God. We'll give you enough money to get out of the country. He won't be a billionaire anymore. Yes, he will. There'll be a populist revolt that unites the left and the right. Nope. Don't try to do this stuff to us. Definitely keep it's trying. It's not going to work. ankle bracelets. Oh, then the hype man it's comes not back. It's going to work, Edward. And, and Christians Everett, the hype better, man. Uh, better get ready for a confrontation with these people. This shit. They're, They're just... coming after us and our families. They have an evil agenda. They do. And the government needs to know they're... They do. They do. Fucking Everett the hype man. Everett's the most bitch-ass name for a hype man. Um, But this is the thing. This goes back to what I always fucking think about and I've talked about on the show before. These motherfuckers talk like this as if... And they're framing it as like a defense of something. These people want blood in the streets. These people want to strip Bill Gates down to his underwear. These people want to stick syringes in the rectum of Bill Gates. This is not defense. This is offense. This is throwing people red meat. This is what they want. This is not some fucking misunderstanding. This is purposeful, a purposeful misreading of reality. Purposeful misreading of reality, purposeful bending of the narrative. So it lines up with the narrative of their favorite book. And I'm not talking about Harry fucking Potter. There'll be an uprising if they try to do it. There will be blood in the streets if Bill Gates pushes this agenda. It will not go down. Not true. And they need to know it. And... I am not intimidated about saying it. This is life and death. There's a point where I will not allow them to push me anymore. (laughs) And being vaccinated with one of Bill Gates' secret vaccines. Secret. uh, That is uh, containing uh, nanoparticle microchips. Doesn't know what it means. It ain't going to happen, Mr. Gates. It's not going to happen. Right. Right. The American people, we Fucking will rise up bitch. and we will march on your mansion in Seattle. We will sink your yacht that you just bought. It's not going to happen, Mr. Gates. You need to get a life. Retire. <laughs> go away. Get a life. Leave us alone. The dude's okay, I'm done. The dude's literally done more things than everyone else in the world combined. And he, and he needs to get a life, according to fucking Pister Dick Viles. And there you have it. Just fucking... It's probably nice to have your just head so far up your fucking ass. Probably feels good. Not because it's like in your ass. But it probably... The ignorance involved... Oh, sorry, not ass. Rectum. Anyway, I'm going to take a break and um, we're going to take some of your questions after the break and celebrate fucking the K congregation. K, don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. For a long time I traveled. Mm. I know you guys can't see this, but the guy singing looks like Ted Cruz, and it makes it better. Then I heard about Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful hour. I'm so glad that I found out he would bring me out to his saving power. Thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. Sounds like he got poked in the butt right here at this part. I love it. I'll let you know. About to get poked in the butt. Got poked in the butt right there. Okay. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, I love the music. Even though the lyrics are all the fucking same in every single song. Thank God I am free. Washed in the blood of Jesus. God, it's fucking A, man. I don't, I don't even know why I love that shit so much. I really do, though. I really, I could, I could watch churches, church music being performed all fucking day. And it's Sunday. So I'm going to do that. After I stop, I'm going to fucking get back into it. I'm on, uh, speaking of church shit, I'm on, I'm on fucking Bob Larson. Bob Larson was my second ever guest. And definitely that episode, episode two of this podcast is is possibly my favorite episode still. Because anyone who's already heard the episode, you know that I love him. Even though, as I told him up front, I don't think any of the things he thinks. In fact, I deeply disagree with all of the things that he thinks. But I'm just as deeply fascinated and and really deeply confused and that's why i wanted him as one of the first guests um but i'm on his mailing list and again these people they fucking love it they love the disaster they love when there are disasters because they can just say satan did it and then scared people who already believe this shit can be like yeah 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 satan did it how much money do you want again for the fucking live stream event that you are creating every day you know I mean, I get way more emails than usual. I almost unsubscribe, but why would I do that? It's the fucking greatest mailing list ever invented. So, but every fucking single one is like, the head, The header is like, or the subject is, did, the, did Satan create COVID-19? And then you click on it. It's like, find out tonight and pay us this amount. You know, so it's this weird insidious mix of like, it, it, it's made to line up with what these people already think, and then people like Bob Larson capitalize, probably without even realizing they're doing it. They capitalize on the fear that these people feel, fear of Satan. Okay, and the congregants can't get enough. And those in positions of authority, although I don't know if I'd call Bob Larson's position authoritative, but people listen to him. 
and I'm sure fucking they're getting more website traffic and shit because of what's going on. And he's just leaning into that. These motherfuckers just lean into it. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure. Um, all along. I'm a singer. Uh, what else we got? Oh, before I get into your fucking questions, there's something I fucking have to talk about. Um, some idiot. Let me let me look it up because I want to. When someone's this dumb, I want to. I want to say their name. Here we go. Stephen Moore. Stephen Moore is a Trump ally and a member of Trump's council to reopen America, which is you're about to see why this is a bad uh, omen. He's helping to plan a drive-in to protest Wisconsin's stay-at-home orders. So, there's a bunch of bullshit that he said, but what I want to focus on, and unfortunately this isn't the first time I heard this, I heard someone else say this too, but this guy's pretty prominent, so for him to say it is particularly fucking demented. But um, he says, this is a quote, we need to be the Rosa Parks here and protest against these government injustices. Do you know, um, do you, Stephen Moore, know who Rosa Parks is? Do you know anything? Actually, <laughs> I was going to ask a, a litany of questions, but I can just stop there. I'm going to ask those two questions. Do you know who Rosa Parks is? Because your statement makes me think you don't. And the second one is more all-encompassing, and it is, do you know anything? Because if you know anything, you should know that it's a bad idea. I mean, really, honestly, if you're a white guy, it's a bad idea to invoke your similarity on any issue or for any reason to Rosa Parks. Like one of the most iconic, beloved, heroic figures in the history of really of America. A hero of the civil rights movement. A fucking beacon of light for all of us. Said fucking no to being forced to sit on the back of the bus. Iconicism is deserved. Stephen Moore, whatever the fuck his name is, I said it once, that's enough, I don't want to do it again. Fucking wipes his ass with her legacy by saying that we need to be the Rosa Parks of this moment to fight government injustice. Dude. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to do any more about him. I just needed to, to say that. I, I don't want to go on some rant. I don't want to fucking pick pick it apart and go go through the history. I just I just really want to say to him and to anyone who might do the same thing, say the same kind of dumb shit. Shut the fuck up. Okay. I'm going to open Twitter now. I'm going to open the cesspool of our time and answer some of your questions because uh, I let you guys know I was fucking recording Sunday service tonight to post tomorrow. And um, yeah, you guys wrote me some questions and I'm opening it up and I'm scrolling through my mentions Hard to sift through because a lot of you are fucking crazy. Um, okay. Let me try to find a COVID one and I'll start with that and get into some other shit. Oh, this is good. I know, uh, I know you are a Mets fan. How do you feel about the reaction 
a good portion of this country is having from a lack of sporting events. Things like ESPN broadcasting a game of horse or other games from the past. I mean, what I think about the latter part, the second part of the question is that ESPN is trying to fucking stay afloat just like every other entity out there from small businesses to independent contractors to major corporations. They're just trying to keep people watching in their case. In their case, they need people to keep their fucking channel on. And without live sports or sports center or fucking baseball tonight or fucking NFL game day, whatever the fuck the shit is called for other sports. I mean, they need content, you know? So yeah, they're going to air some old shit to try to get you to watch. I even saw some, I don't think it was ESPN, but I'm a Mets fan and SNY. It's a sports station for New York. Mets and Jets or Mets and Giants. Maybe I don't fucking know. I only watch the Mets. Anyway, they were the announcers, the Mets announcers, Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, and Ron Darling were announcing a fucking video game simulation. So that's how desperate everyone is for sports content. And I'm not like, I mean, I like sports. Um, I grew up playing baseball. My dad's a Mets fan. He raised me that way. Uh, so it's not my fault. It's his fault. But so, and I still, I, I don't really follow most sports anymore anyway, but I still do follow baseball. I love baseball. And to to have, I mean, I honestly believe we're, there's just going to be no season. Uh, and I do think that's weird. And I do think that that is, it's, even if you don't like sports, I think it's a really strange, symbolic thing. Just the idea that there is no baseball during the summer. None. I mean, even when there was the strike, we still had the replacement players. Which was so fucking weird. 1993, there was a strike, Major League Baseball strike. The players went on strike. And then they had these replacement players who came in to play games instead of the real players. You know? Anyway, it's just fucking so weird. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's very weird. And so many people are losing money because of it. Not saying we should open this fucking stadiums. I'm just saying, fuck. <laughs> How about the people protesting the quarantine? I guess they think that because they're bored at home, this virus will just leave them alone now. I think they're honestly victims of the politicization of this. I think that they're generally dumb people, but that's not a knock on them. Everybody's generally dumb. Or rather, generally, everyone is dumb. Obviously, there are exceptions. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's kind of a cock, though. Um, but generally, yeah. People are dumb as fuck. So it's easy for people to sort of be swayed by the people they listen to. And a lot of the shit a lot of these people are listening to, like fucking Pister Dick Viles, for instance, a lot of these people with a microphone in front of their face are vile motherfuckers. And it's... And it's so, I mean, anybody who's involved, it's their fault, obviously. But I mean, they're stuck in some fucking echo chamber that makes them believe that that's a good idea. What do I think of them? I think they're fucking idiots. I still have empathy for them, though. It's a hard time for everybody, you know? Thoughts on Texas reopening retail stores next week? I mean, Texas is really charging to be this fucking first state to fully reopen. And look, again, I, I, having an opinion about it is not what I'm interested in. I don't, I don't actually don't have an opinion about it. I, I just, what I read makes me think that that's a really bad idea. If they open up and an outbreak doesn't happen there, I'll be fucking thrilled because less people will have it. That doesn't mean anything though. All that means is that it didn't turn into a disaster. But I mean, we'll fucking see. Talked uh, enough about that kind of shit, though, already. 
Here's one that's not COVID related. What are your favorite Instagram feeds? Mine is Catatonic Youths. Actually, that's a fucking amazing account. Uh, I, I follow that account and it's great. Vic Berger is one of my favorite accounts. Obviously, my brother's. Um, uh, there's this account called Actors Upset, which uh, is a little bit lesser known, but shouldn't be because it's all... <laughs> it recently changed. It used to be just pictures of faces of of upset actors in movies, uh, but now it's videos. It's like all videos now, and it's just in isolation actors freaking the fuck out out of context which is very much something i want to see so that's one of my favorite accounts um what else we got any fucking dog account dude i don't give a fuck i I will watch any dog video love dogs love dog videos love looking at them Love knowing I can look at them, you know? It's not just looking at them. It's knowing that they're there. It's important. Um, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore, to be perfectly honest. Perfectly honest. Um... This was a fucking cool episode, though. I like these church episodes, man. I think it's probably because I get to... Uh, I I probably get to... Because um, I get to listen to church music. Which is always good for me. I, I'm By now, I'm sure. I'm just sure. A lot of you think it's some, like, ironic or fake thing. Like, uh, that I'm... Like, when I play the music... I'm like actually making fun of the music. I don't, I don't know if you'll believe me because it's, I under, I actually understand that it's probably hard to believe because of how, how all of you know, I feel about Christianity. Um, but it is not ironic and I love that music. I listen to it. I listen to it on my own for no one but me. And I, I feel fucking good about it. And I feel good when I listen to it. It makes me feel good. So don't fucking come at me with that shit. I like Dudley Smith. I like William Goodwin. I like Guy Penrod. I like Lester Rector. As we all know, Pister Dick Viles would probably make a Freudian slip and call him Lester Rectum, but his name's Lester Rector, and he's a fucking sick gospel singer. Dudley Smith might be the best. Before I go, we gotta... The comforter, you know. That the Bible says would lead you on. Jesus said that you'll have power when the Spirit comes down from the mm, throne. Mm, 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 mm. Now I'm filled with that promise that has brought new life to me. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. And the Holy Ghost will that prayer we turn in the fire burning. You can feel move, shout, cry. Got my hand. Oh, in the master's hand. Well, everybody. 
It's been another delightful, insightful, beautiful Sunday service with the K Congregation. Congregation! And I thank you all for coming to uh, church today, Sunday service. It means a lot to me. I love you all. Please stay safe out there. Stay healthy and stay home. Stay safe. Stay healthy and stay on. And I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay.